When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, we're talking about our greatest fears today, so it's unlikely this next guest will talk about shitting her pants on the freeway. Because as we learned from her last appearance on the show, she's not afraid of that at all. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of the Norm's Diner commercials, comedian Kim Crawl. Also joining me, he's the only person I know from Buffalo, New York, which has always kind of made him the goo-goo dolls of comedy in my mind. It's been a while since he's been on the show, and we're so happy to have him back. Ladies and gentlemen, Chet Wild. It's going to be a great show. Oh, we're starting now? We are. With you saying, oh, Oh, we're starting now. (laughs) Pretend you didn't know it was recording. Um, You were doing great. I was doing well. Until you knew it was recording. And now I'm just going to sit here awkwardly staring at you. No, like, you know when you don't see anybody for, like, the whole day, and then you run into, and then you see people, like, you go to work or something. Me and Chet Wilde are the first people you've seen today, is what you're saying. Yes, and I, like, it takes me, like, a good half hour to not be weird. Yeah, next time you do the podcast, could you make it a point to see people before Just, like, go to the grocery store or something, strike up some conversation with a homeless guy. Have coffee with someone or something. (laughs) If you don't like weirdness, fast forward 30 minutes and the podcast will start getting normal. Yeah. 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 I don't think it will. Kim's going to be weird for a long time. Uh, Kim Crawl's here. Hi. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Good. How have you been? It's been a while. It has been a while. I've been really good. Good. I have to get something. I, I I took the poop of my life this morning. Here we go. I'm All sorry. Right. Like Finally. I had. I, <laughs> Finally, I, I was wondering when you talk about shit. Been less than a minute. It's yeah, been less than a minute. I was like, I, I was said, like, I mentioned that in the intro. That did you? Oh, you already did the intro without yeah. me. Yeah, I always do it without people. Sorry. Oh, then I guess I've never heard. The I'm intro. too shy to say nice things about people in front of them. So you mentioned poop when you yeah. said me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> This so I probably could have done that shakes. one in front of you. Like, I got here and I was like, don't tell him. It's too much information to let Let's them know. Let's hear it. You took no, a, it's not. Get it you out of your you took a, I took the <laughs> shit of my life this morning. I mean, I also, like, I've... I, <laughs> Did you wash your hands? Because I shook your hand and now that's a little... I know. You shook my hand. You wouldn't hug me. I tried to hug Chet and he, like, backed just, away. I was like, we're not there yet. I just knew <laughs> you. So now... You gotta have things to look forward to. Well, now that you know I took the shit of my life, you have to hug me because that's like a congratulations. So what made it the shit of your life? All right, so... So this is kind of gross, but this morning I I drank, I can't believe I'm admitting this, I drank 32 ounces of sea salt water. Like, if you can't poop, this is what you do to help you poop. What? What? That can't be healthy. It elevates your blood pressure so much that your body's about to explode. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's, it's, it's really toxins. rough. Like, it's not a fun... Did you learn that from the ghost of a sailor? <laughs> no, I got it if from, you can't shit, got it go from to the, the internet. Ocean, swallow as much water as possible. It's got to be warm. You gotta make sure it's warm. <laughs> what? 
Why don't you just piss in a glass and drink that? That's you're one step away from. But that listen, advice. like like a half hour later, I was like, I took the shit of my life. I just drank coffee this morning, and yeah, I was fine. See, I can't do that. Here's like, my advice: if you really uh, have to shit and, and you're not ready, just wait a couple of hours. And it'll, <laughs> what if it'll what if it's been happen. like what if it's been a couple of days though? Then you were not eating enough. Yeah. You just, you just need gonna... to put more food in the mouth to push the shit down and out. What if you have an intestinal blockage? You don't want to. What is Chipotle? You don't want to die like a BG. How did the BG? What do you mean? One of the BGs died from an intestinal blockage, Kim Crawl. That's a real thing? Yeah. Hit it, Brett. You know, the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. Didn't even ask me about my life, by nope. the way. Sorry. That's why this segment is called This Week in Me. Where we talk about, you know, me. It's about to get really intense. Hey guys, Chet Wilds here too. I am. I don't have a shit story, so I've been a little quiet. Yeah. Just regular, you know, one movement a day. <laughs> Sometimes two if I binge ate the night before, but... Only one a day? A healthy colon moves three times a day. No, that is I, I, have, I have a healthy colon. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say you have a healthy colon? Not three. Uh, I don't yeah, I don't. Th- I think three is overdoing it a little. I only have time for one a day. Even if I had to go three times, I'd be like, all right, we're just gonna let this yeah. build up. Build up. Then you miss your chance if you don't go when you no, gotta go. It's you still there. It, it doesn't leave your colon. Really? If I don't yeah, go, like when I gotta go, dissipate then into it, your bloodstream. It or stays anything. there. It hurts, but I can't go. Dear, I don't. Why? Even know. Why? What is happening? I don't know. What are we talking about? We're supposed to talk about fears, and then somehow this came up. You're going to ha- be with the first person ever to have a C-section to get a shit out. <laughs> oh, it's bad. It's a real problem. I had the opportunity. I didn't go. It just hurt. Somebody take it out. Do you think they'd do that? Yeah. It's probably a thing. Probably, yeah. If one of the Bee Gees would have just had that C-section. You feel like if the, if the Bee Gees, if it could happen, the Bee Gees the, would have done it. What if they all died that way? <laughs> Was the blockage because he had a dick in his ass? Or just ask Rest him. in peace. Yeah. So, yeah, my column this week is about fear of abandonment, and uh, that's too depressing to talk about on the podcast. So we were just going to talk about fears in general, and now we're talking about shit. And my biggest fear this morning is I was going to come here and talk about this a shade too much. I was like, don't talk about poop. Don't talk about poop. Just don't bring it up. So your worst fears are coming true right now. I mean... We used the secret to get you to talk about poop. We talked about it in the intro. And that's I can't how it wait happened. to hear we it. We it out. Yeah. Put it out in the universe. I just love that day I got a tweet, like a retweet from you or like a response or something. One of the <laughs> listeners was like... Who is the female comic who shit her pants on the 405? And you were like, oh, that's Kim Crawl. Oh, every I, I, every I episode is a shit story for you? I said, actually, when I replied, I Not said... Every episode. I said probably all of them, but you're the only one who is honest about it yeah oh you did say that yeah and then the girl said that i wanted to throw everyone under the bus not just you we've all pooped our pants you too, on the Chet. 405 you too Chet. Don't, oh no don't i i am no, afraid of colitis look i'm more of a mission but there was a time that i was shitting my pants multiple times a day i usually do it on the <laughs> like 10, as a baby or as an adult as like a 24 year old <laughs> i don't take the 405 much so you poop on the 10 i <laughs> can one up everyone's stories i just choose not to because it gets real embarrassing why oh. did you poop your pants constantly at 24? Well, it's not like did a you have, like, raging drug no, problem. Because <laughs> I had ulcerative colitis. I still have ulcerative colitis. It's in, remi- in remission where your your large colon gets uh, covered with ulcers and you can't uh, digest properly, and it it just becomes a thing where you have to go to the bathroom 
12, 15 times a day. Wow. You're hilarious, Chet Wild. What a nightmare. Yes. Basically, you get a 15-foot rope, and you tie one end to your wrist and one to the bathroom door, and that's as far as you can walk during the day. Is that what you did the whole time you were 24? (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, first couple years after college was fun. Yeah. I have no words. I've just, done the I'm most saying, embarrassing stuff when it comes to pooping, and that tops everything that's ever happened to me. Well, he said he could top any of our stories. Yeah, any the worst thing with that is it's not like, oh, I really have to go. I can't make it. It's just like you don't even, you just wake up, and you're like, oh, I'm laying in shit. Mm. That's the thing. How's it going, ladies? Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't have words. This is hot. It's okay. So what's your biggest that's fear? Why I, that's yeah. why I know that active, you know, so, bowel movement is like on average one a day. Is that your biggest fear, waking up in a... Oh, no. I was trying to think of my fears, I mean, without getting really heavy and because abandonment hits it uh, yeah, right we, in the nose there. I was thinking about it. I, I have a fear of power tools, which is not a very manly like, thing. Uh, that's weird. I'm afraid of using them or even being around them. You don't like being around them? No, well, I, I was trying to trace this back to, like, what repressed memories do I have? And there's uh, two of them. One is in shop class. We had to take shop class in high school. Yeah. And uh, I remember a couple instances. One, there was the uh, drill press, and you're, like, supposed to hold down the piece of wood while you're drilling it. I didn't do it. And the, the drill press grabbed the wood and, like, fucking whipped it around and hit me in the arm really hard. I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ, because it happens, you know, like that. Yeah. And then... um. Also in shop class, this is just weird now that I look back and think about it. There were three assignments in, in shop class that semester. One was make a model rocket. Awesome. Two, make a, a key holder, which whatever. Hey, mom, dad, hang this thing up. Pretend you right. need a place to hold your keys. The third one, though, was... <laughs> Pretend we, you need a place to hold your yes, keys. <laughs> we made you a... Shiftless <laughs> bastards never going anywhere. <laughs> the, the, Pretend you're going to go Look at me hanging up my keys. <laughs> no, that's exactly what it was. I'm doing it, chat. Exactly what it was. Hanging it by the door like, I made this shitty thing. Why don't you use it? I even cut it out in the shape of the key. Get it? Because it's a key holder. But the other thing I don't want kids for that specific reason. I don't want to have to have their crappy gifts all over my house. I don't want kids for fear of robots taking over, but that gets to a fear uh, I have later. Sure, sure. But the second, the third thing we made in class was a chisel. Like we're given a a you made a chisel, a piece of a steel rod. Yeah, and then know. we would have to hammer it out and go over to the machine and sharpen it and hammer it out and sharpen it. And then everyone a in my class like a made a fucking ice, sharp... Like a shiv. A chisel. Or a shiv, yeah. yeah. That, which is a bizarre thing in school. <laughs> yeah. And then just that scared the fuck out of me. But the thing that really makes me afraid of power tools is my, uh, my friend when we were in like 6th or 7th grade. He was building a fort in his backyard, and he had this big saw. He asked his dad if he could use it. And his dad said, wait, I need to finish mowing the lawn, then I'll do it. And he didn't wait. And uh, we started working on it, and he cut himself really bad. Oof. And he started screaming, and his dad heard it on the riding lawnmower. His dad gets off the lawnmower, runs over, and his son's there holding his hand, like blood dripping all over his shirt. And his dad just goes, Jesus fucking Christ, and then kicked him as hard as he fucking could. Like, your kid needs to go to the hospital, and he just started kicking the shit out of him. And I think that's why I'm afraid of power tools. <laughs> why did he what start is, kicking it? Did he there's help a, the kid eventually? Or was it just like, well, I guess we're going to... There's a bit of an abandonment thing in there as well. So that's Yeah, like, that kid yeah, probably has major kicker. abandonment issues. Yeah. yeah, so I think all of those things combined, just ha- I have a lot of negative associations with power tools. I thought you were going to say, like, when you said he jumped off the riding mower, I thought you were going to say it, like, kept going and <laughs> ran him over <laughs> at one point. 
That would no. be so great. I, just, so I was just waiting for that. Like, oh, it's going to happen. I associate power saws with my friend getting cut really badly. And then, and then instead of his dead helmet, kicked him so hard like he went up off the ground. <laughs> Why am I laughing at that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just don't care to be around power tools. Are you sure it's power tools or just dudes who kick their kids <laughs> when they get cut with power yes. tools? I have a fear of all dads. Dads freak you out. I feel like that yeah. might be the yeah, all parents, be. all parental figures. I don't like using like chainsaws and shit. I'm always afraid. I'm mean, because that's not. <clears throat> I, I don't have experience with it. I'm always afraid I'm going to cut myself. Well, chainsaws and guns are similar for me in that you're like one split second away from things going terribly wrong. Yeah. If I had either one around the house, I know I'd just kill myself. Yeah. But I feel like that's, chainsaw you could say or that with like almost. I've anything. talked about that before. Like I think you should be able to buy a gun with a suicide safe lock on it. We're like, you pull the trigger, but then it starts a timer for 15 minutes. Maybe you've even talked about this on the podcast before. So you pull the trigger, and then like a clock starts. And you have 15 minutes until the gun goes off to really think about what happens. Well, that, what would ha- make, that would make protecting your home a challenge. Yeah, you're going to have to wait 15 <laughs> minutes. I have that suicide lock on That would there. be like you're buying the gun only, <laughs> yeah. only because you know you're going to kill yourself someday. Yeah, you have to like, yeah. so then what if someone comes into your home and you're like, can you hold on one minute, like 15 to be exact? The trigger should be like... Like a mood ring, and like if you put your <laughs> finger on it and, and you have the blues, your gun won't that, fire. Yeah, that would work. But if you're angry, uh, <laughs> then it's fine. As many shots as possible. <laughs> what if, or you're, no, if you're angry, you get two shots, so you really have to think about where you want to direct your anger. What if yeah. when you kill yourself, you're angry and you're not blue, you're just really mad? So that makes you then, then you beat the system. Then, rest then you in beat peace. the system. Yeah, yeah. congrats. Okay. But that's but that's kind of like the thing. It was in that episode of of Louis with Parker Posey, where at the end they go to the top of this building, and she, he doesn't want to stand next to the edge of the top of the skyscraper. And she goes, "You don't want to stand here because you're afraid you'll jump." And like <laughs> some people who are afraid of heights, or you know, maybe that's how they feel. They're afraid that they'll jump if they get they'll get like, like a com- yeah. like not a sad yeah, thing, but like, like a, a compulsion. compulsion. Yeah, like just like when you see a stranger and you kind of have the urge to touch the top of their head in a bus, like if you're. Oh, I, I don't you know. About like, like, what? You had the urge to turn your wheel. <laughs> Nobody into has them. that. Like when you're just like sitting somewhere, and you're like, I wonder what that guy would do if I just touched the top of his head. Me and Alex Schmidt did a show. <laughs> Me and Alex Schmidt did a show in Chicago a few weeks ago, and we were riding back to Madison in the back seat of my niece's car, and we both fell asleep. And at one point, I, while I was sleeping, I just, like, put my arms out and, like, put my hand on top of Alex's head. And we both woke up, and I was like, well, this is strange. Probably should have cuddled. Yeah, we should have, but we didn't. Can you do me a favor, by the way, when you see Alex next, apologize on my behalf. Uh, okay. I was overserved this weekend at Mike Danger's birthday party. Oh, boy. And I may have insisted that I loved his Macaulay Culkin video. Okay. And that she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, no, you did it. It's great. And then realized it was actually an AV Club video. Okay. So just, I was like, yeah. Yeah, well, that was very I want, insensitive. I want everyone to know about that. He only sits about seven feet away from where we record. Yeah, he's like right. He's in. Do I know Alex Schmidt? We, if I open the door, we could look at him right now, probably. I think. Is he listening? He can't hear us. Well, it's, no, it's, it's I have yet to set up the live feed. To open his, the door, find out. He's asked many times, but it's just a lot of work and you know budget constraints. You want to go live? Nah, no, no. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Too afraid. <laughs> my biggest fear going live with the podcast really oh, yeah fears yeah. that's what we're talking about yeah fears kim crawl what are you afraid of i have i have two really stupid fears and they're like and i'm not afraid of really anything else like power tools don't really freak me out heights death like all that i just don't i'm afraid of rabbits what <laughs> all right like the female toy 
No, like no, <laughs> I'm a, I'm terrified of vibrators. Uh, no, I'm ter- uh, bunnies. A power tool. I'm terrified of bunnies. <laughs> Completely, de- they're they're terrible animals. They give me the Why? creeps. What happened? This is where it gets a little grim. Did it you gets, think you're reading raisins and it turns out it was rabbit shit and then? Do rabbit does know. rabbit poop look like raisins? No, I don't really. like raisins really either. Oh, so no. Right. <laughs> well, I always thought so. When I was a kid, I had a bunny, and my like. <sighs> So we all had sketchy childhoods, I'm sure, right? So my mom had this boyfriend. So he bought, like, she bought me this bunny, and his name was Lincoln. And then it had babies, so we called her Mrs. Lincoln. And my mom's boyfriend was like, it's like the only thing, like, you know, like the big dumb kid who, like, squeezes animals too tight and they die. He, he killed, like, eight baby bunnies, like, in front of me. Not, like, in front of me, like, oh, my God, this is so grim. But not in front of me, like, I'm killing the bunny, but, like, you know, over the course of a couple of weeks. Like, of mice and men. Yes, that's sort of Yes, situation. yes, exactly yeah. like that. Only he, I don't know if he, he might have been special, whatever. But, uh... He killed all these rabbits, and then and then like I, it's like a mass bunny. And now you're mad at rabbits? No, let me get to, let me get to it. And then so uh, my mom had a bunny, and I don't remember the bunny's name, but then I had my bunny, and my mom's bunny got out and got hit by a car. And I asked the boyfriend, I was like, "Oh, when I'm not here, can you please keep the bunny in the cage? Because I don't want it to get hit by a car, whatever." So eventually, he let it out and it got hit by a car. So. All of my life, I thought I just didn't like rabbits because, like, 15 of them died in front of me when I was, like, 10, right? So I just assumed, like, oh, I don't like, like, that's a pretty fair reason, Mm -hmm. right? So one time I'm in Denver, where I'm from, and I'm driving to DIA with my uncle and my two cousins. And my two cousins are like, why are you afraid of rabbits again? And I tell the whole story. And my uncle looks in the rearview mirror and he goes, that's not why you're afraid of rabbits. You're afraid of rabbits because your cousin Tim made you hold one while he skinned it alive when you were four. And all of a sudden it came rushing back. And I was like, oh, my God, I remember. And then I remember other little cousin Tara walking over the head going, bunny, bunny <laughs> like holding this fucking thing while it's like shaking and i'm crying and tim's like hold still that's why i hate rabbits that still doesn't seem like the rabbit's fault to me but they're cr- yeah. oh, yeah, i'm also scared of cousin tim she, well yeah be afraid of him yeah was the dinner good at least i don't remember that like i repressed that memory it was so until he mentioned it and then i was like oh my i saw cousin tim at a wedding like four years ago haven't seen him probably like Two decades. Something. I assume everyone calls him Cousin Tim, by the way. Somebody that skin rabbit, we, he just has that I prefix I think we do all call Cousin him Cousin Tim. Tim. There's no other Tim in our family, but we all do refer to him as Cousin Tim. <laughs> so I see him at this wedding, and, I, and I'm like talking, whatever, and he walks up to me, and he's like, I, you can't, you, you guys can see me, but he walks up, and he goes, you sure are prettier than you were when you were a little girl, but, <laughs> but you sound the same, and then walked away. Wait, you sounded like this when you were a little oh, girl? Oh, yeah, I've had a low voice my whole life. <laughs> Sounded like a six-year-old smoker divorcee <laughs> when I was like ten. Um, and, I, and as he walked away, he like walked away but kept his head staring at me. And I'm just like in, you know, this wedding, just holding my wine. Like, at family pictures, does he always put bunny ears behind it? <laughs> I don't think I've ever taken a photo with cousin Tim. Cousin, if you a, take a photo of him, does he appear in the photo? Maybe he doesn't. Maybe. Is he an apparition? <laughs> he just he appears in photos he's not in. Yeah. You just look in the background and all of a sudden there's Tim. My new fear is the bunny ears. Him. <laughs> he's so like creepy. the grudge. Maybe he is. Oh god. Tim and the rabbit. 
Timmy they're the both back. Yeah, the real fear there should be being fucked by your cousin against your will. That would be the, the bigger. <laughs> At first, I thought you meant like fucked, like oh, don't fuck me over. I'm afraid to route. Now I'm like, oh, you mean actually like yeah, 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 molestation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He went dark. Way more than rabbits. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked, by the way, if I heard years later that Tim had some sort of weird. I had a pet rabbit when I was a kid. It was a very traumatic experience. I had it, we had a cage for it, and I had it for like a week. And one day it was outside in this cage and the tornado sirens started going off. There's like a tornado test. Illinois. But they test them. They test tornado sirens regularly to make sure they're working. And uh, they were testing the tornado sirens and it freaked the rabbit out and it started running around. And it hit its head on the side of the cage and broke its neck. Oh my God. That's why these animals are awful. So it just died really slow. And oh, I was. It sorry. didn't die right away after it no, broke its neck. No, no, it like laid there, and it took a while before it like actually died. It was very sad. Oh my god, that's and, awful and terrible. And oh, did you skin it afterwards? Yeah, we ate it. It was delicious. No, a yeah. rabbit's good. I don't. I don't I've know. Eaten, I've never. I think eaten I tried eating eating rabbit, rabbit in Vegas, but I was because I was like, well, I'll get you. Like if I eat you, then it's like I. You own. Yeah, you want you. I won somehow. Yeah, you own its powers. I right. They're, I eat, they're a little eaten, gamey. I've eaten rabbit hearts. Did you just snatch it out of the rabbit's chest? No, when I lived in Williamsburg, when I lived in Williamsburg, of course, my roommate went to one of these like artisanal butcher shops where they (sighs) have regular cuts of meat. They're like, well, here's the rabbit's heart and here's the beef's leg. I don't know. (laughs) And he bought like, he bought like 10 rabbit hearts and we threw them on the grill. They were good. He bought 10 (laughs) rabbit hearts? How do you, how do you, that's like, oh, they're like a ritual. They're like the size of a nugget, a little chicken nugget. So you bought 10 of them? Did you so, get 10 so pieces? Like, would you have a, if you had a cookout, would you throw down on 10 chicken nuggets for the whole group? <laughs> what kind that's of insane. dipping, what kind of dipping sauces come with these rabbit hearts? Um, I think we just, yeah, I, right. <laughs> honestly, I think we just fried them up in whatever juices they came in and, uh, blood. just, yeah, we have blood and just. Pop them, oh, pop them. Oh, God, everyone has a rabbit. Rabbit heart poppers. Rabbits are... Jalapeno oh, rabbit heart poppers filled with cream cheese. Delicious. Oh, you sh- I mean, you could probably do that, like cut it open, stuff it, and then... Yeah, I mean, it's not very big, yeah. Yeah. So it's like this... It's thing. like the size of a chicken We'll rabbit. post some rabbit heart recipes in the comments. I think that's a good idea. I think so. I don't think it's a phobia so much. I'm not afraid. Of, I just... I, I mentioned this in the email I sent out. I don't like silverware that has plastic handles oh, on yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I didn't understand that. You know how normally, like, a fork is just a solid piece of metal? But sometimes you'll get these, like, a fork or a knife or a spoon where it's got, like, a plastic handle covering yeah. that metal. Yeah. I, I don't like that. I don't know why. I don't like how it feels in my hand. If I'm eating at someone's house and they have that, I'm, like, disappointed. I'll still <laughs> eat. But I'm not gonna be happy about but it. But plastic, it do- fully plastic utensils are fine. that I don't care about. Okay. As long as they're in the typical shape of a knife or a fork or a spoon, where it's flat. What well, do you think they're through. dirty? Is that what it is? I like don't know. Can it's get just in? something in. Like I just don't like the way it feels in my hand. Uh, I don't know why. Could we blindfold you and have different silverware? Well, of you course, I'm going to be able to tell which is which. I'm not. <laughs> like, I don't know if I, I can tell because I've never thought about it before. But you'd be able to hold something and know if it had a handle on it or not. But there are some types of silverware that are like they're all metal, but it's really thick at the end. You know what I mean? Like the fancier stuff. Oh, I don't like that either. So you just like thin silverware. I just like, I don't like. What about like a like steak a... knife with that kind of wood on the handle? Well, that's no. fine. Okay, wood a steak is terrible knife... for anything. Don't put it on uh, But it. a steak knife, you need to, you Sorry. need to like bear down and like, that's fine. But, right. it's, but it shouldn't be wood. Don't do wood. Wood is so gross. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
fear that, of that, wood or wood? Are you afraid of wood? I'm not afraid of wood. It's just like, you know, okay, so if you have like, <laughs> that, went, that went somewhere where I wasn't expecting. <laughs> she lost 12 rabbits when a if, tree fell on them. <laughs> if, you, if you take uh, the handle of a knife... And you boil it, shit comes up like bugs and Why bacteria. Why are you what? I promise your... you, because it, it's Probably. like it, it, like it, get it, the murder blood off dirt. of them. Well, yeah, you can try. I mean, but really, it's really like porous and absorbent, so you never will get the blood out ever. That's why you shouldn't have a, 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 a wooden Wouldn't cutting I? board. My girlfriend has a fear of uh, <laughs> she won't eat off of hand washed dishes. It has to go through the dishwasher. She has some weird fear I of that. like. The, the sponge or, or whatever, my roommate's germs on it somehow. But it's fucking stupid because she puts the things in the, the dishwasher but doesn't rinse it. So that just comes out and I have to wash them again because it did a shitty job. But psychologically, because it went through the dishwasher, she is okay to eat off of them. See, I have to replace... Huh. I don't have a dishwasher. What if she moves to I, New York City? There's no dishwashers there's there no unless, di- you're yeah. unless you're rich. I replace my sponge every time I do... Every time I do dishes, I replace my sponge, and I do it in such like hot water that like it. It's like I'm surprised my, my fingers. Every are time, down. so you buy like you use a sponge a day. Well, I mean, I wash dishes like once a week. Oh, okay. Oh. So you just let them pile up because <laughs> yeah. Follow up question. Follow up question. How many dishes do you own? Like, how many plates are there at the end of the week? I just buy paper plates. I mean, I live kind of like a frat boy, so I don't Seems use like a it. lot of plates. How dare you? So you use the same plate <laughs> seven times, and then wash it once. Like, are you one of those people? Wait, is Wait. that weirder than me replacing it? I don't know. We're trying to suss it out. I We're think just trying to. I think your if your issue is cleanliness. Well, no, I mean, like I rinse it. Like, say, like I like eat something and then I go to like clean. I like rinse it off in the sink and then I put it in the sink. Like, so it's like just like a rinse dish, and then you know, like once a week, I'll like go in and like wash the dish. <laughs> I mean, but there's only like I like I'm not home a lot. It's not like it's like a pile of dishes, and I'm like, oh, this is embarrassing. Sounds like it's a pile of dishes. It's like three. Okay, it's like Monday right now. It is Monday right now. It is Monday. It's like Monday. Hold on, let me check that. Yep. All right. Is, is it Monday? Okay. Yeah. And I think I did dishes on like Wednesday. And I have Coming three up. plates and two glasses of uh, two empty glasses in my thing. I was watching this so special crazy. on the FBI and like predicting people that are going to be murderers, Crap. and this is one of those. <laughs> is exact, it really? Yeah, people that rinse their dishes and eat off of them for a week before washing. All right, them. I don't eat off of the dishes that I've rinsed. Like, it sounds like you do. And also, you're not the first person who has accused me of probably killing somebody one day. I have to wash my. Could dishes. be you, Chet. Oh, like, if, if I'm wearing I'm a rabbit meal, costume, I might throw them in the sink for like an hour or so if there's like something stuck to it that I want it to soak so it's easier to wash off but I hate seeing yeah, dishes in the sink God, I, wish I have I a dishwasher that. it so needs I just, to be cleaned within I just I'll like rinse hour. stuff off and put it right in the dishwasher I wish yeah. I had that though because if I had that I probably you can you can just do it yeah it's it's a change you can make <laughs> in I mean, your life <laughs> I don't know I feel like it's a hard change to make there's books you can read there's exercises About you changing. can do <laughs> I, I think you should just go cold turkey. Go warm turkey and just do it. Go warm turkey. So every time I use it, what? Okay, warm what, turkey. What? Guys, you cannot expect Gross. somebody to wash their dishes every day and have time to take three shits a day. It's just there's I not do. enough time. I do. You take three shits a day? No, sometimes. I imagine, bastard. I imagine his toilet no, is right next to one. his uh, bathroom sink and he's just washing dishes <laughs> as he's on no, the it's, toilet. No, it's one sometimes too. That's healthy. <laughs> sometimes, oh. but like. If I had Indian food or Chipotle, <laughs> why you gotta bring previous. a race into this? Yeah, you're being really culturally Southern Asian, right now. Southern, Southern Asian, Asian food. 
I don't. I don't know what. I don't know. There's not really food that like makes me poop. Indian food doesn't give me the shits, but I eat it a lot. It it's doesn't. Like, you know, it's probably the much. Your body's adjusted. Yeah, it's probably something the food I order the most when I order food. Is Indian. something oh, about really? Chipotle. I love Indian food's my favorite. Is a like direct. Li- is like a direct line. Something about Chipotle. Like you put it in, and it is a. It moves through my body the fastest. That I means. never go to Chipotle. I don't either. I can't stand Chipotle. It's too, I don't go either. McDonald's for burritos. When I lived in New York, there was what? Well, like when I lived in New York, there's not really good Mexican food there. And there was one right next to where it works. Well, so. it, just because there's a Chipotle, that's not good Mexican food either. I know, but that was just what there was. Oh, okay. in New York, there was York no Mexican, Mexican food. food except for Chipotle. Yeah, the no, Mexican I mean, food's the, not great in New York. No, it's not. The Mexican yeah. food's, I mean, even in it's California, the Mexican food is much better in San Diego than it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The closer miles you are to the border, the better it is. That's true. Yeah, basically, the best Mexican food is going to be within a 25 mile. Radius of the border. New Mexico from, has really good. Oh, what about food. in Mexico? Why yeah, no, there's probably no. good Mexican probably food not. in Mexico. <laughs> probably not. Why twenty five? If you wanted to stay in the good old U.S. of A. Oh, okay, then you go to El Paso. I one time almost. I bet the Mexican food in El Paso is amazing because yeah. that is basically Mexico. Oh, really? I've never been to El Paso. Yeah, it's they right have on, their own it's right, on the, it's right on the border. Yeah. No, one of the, one, of the, one of the safest <laughs> cities in the New United York States. City. Really? El Paso, Texas? Yep. Huh. You wouldn't expect that right on the border? No. One of the safest. And I bet the Mexican food's amazing. And I bet it's boring as fuck there. But I bet you have that, and they probably poop three times a day with their awesome Mexican food. Again, they might just be adjusted to it. Maybe it doesn't. Like, the Indian food doesn't affect me. What else is everyone afraid of? You need a column, and it's just... How many bowel movements you take a day? Five, four, three, two, and one. And then that what, was actually my first that, column I ever. Wrote. I better be on that podcast. Yeah. Anything that has to do with poop, you better call me. Absolutely. I mean, this one wasn't originally, but now it is a poop cast. I yeah, apologize. it's kind of turned into just. Wasn't a, just, the last one a poop cast too? Yeah, poop cast. <laughs> poop cast. I'm afraid of jumper cables. <laughs> what? I have that because they'll snap back and hit you in the face, or they'll explode. Yeah, when you put the two... Well, I don't think they're, they're going to blow up like dynamite. When one side is connected, and then you put the two metal bits together, and the other side, it goes... But, awesome. Well, so you don't go... Why I would don't you know. do that? A compulsion thing again. Like, when I'm holding them, and they're connected... I mean, I don't ever do this. Like, I, like, take cover. When I was a kid... I'm, like, genuinely afraid of them. When I was a kid, uh, when, I had, when I got a car and broke down whatever, and my dad was like, oh, we have to jump it. So he's like, okay, and he's, I don't really, I'm trying to pretend I know what I'm doing, but uh, like we attach this and we attach this, and then he's like, but don't touch these two together at all, you'll die. (laughs) And I was like, what? He's like, it'll explode, everything will catch on fire, just don't touch these together. And so now even when I'm like holding them, I'm like, even when they're not connected to anything, I'm terrified of them. Wow. Yeah. That's how you terrify a person of something for life. Yeah. Everything will catch on fire. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to shit yeah, on well, that. That's the most rational fear I've heard yet. Yeah. Okay, when, the bunny thing is pretty rational. No, no, the bunny thing is pretty afraid of your cousin, not the bunny. They have great eyesight. Why do they need that? When, they, uh, no, that's they have just, really good hearing? So. That's just bunnies eat carrots, and then you try to get kids to eat carrots, because, oh, great eyesight. Also, on the trip me and Alex took to the Midwest, at one point we were in Madison, Wisconsin, and we went to a show, and uh, we came back in the car battery was dead because we left the lights on so uh we had to round up someone with jumper cables and at one point it was like probably 10 o'clock at night we're just standing on the top of a parking deck it's just me and alex and this woman comes walking like a single woman in her like mid-20s early 30s Mm -hmm. we're like hey 
do you have jumper cables? Like, of course she's going to say no. Yeah, <laughs> assholes. <laughs> no, I don't. Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, leave me alone. But yeah. it's Wisconsin, though, so she might have been like, I do. Yeah, I yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, that's why we risked it. But in the back of my head, I was like, no, she's terrified. She's going to get in the car and pull off. And she did. Oh. But uh, we finally got someone to come out. Curtis was his name. Curtis sounds nice. Yeah, Curtis was a good guy. Did you panic the way you should? He, he caught on fire when he touched the <laughs> jumper cables. There's also this thing we called AAA I highly recommend it. Well, that's what we call it. We call oh, it like Curtis roadside, the AAA roadside assistance, and they okay. sent Curtis. Oh, so you thought you'd try the young girl first and then... Well, because she was walking. I get, she, okay. Well, Alex asked her. Like, I, I wouldn't be... Between me and Alex, he'd definitely send Alex to ask okay. the question. I just kind of like hid in the background, which might have made it worse. Made it much like worse. Like me like crouching down in front of the car. Hey, man, might've... do you have jumper cables? <laughs> oh, my friend over there? He's just hiding Don't behind the hood. Don't mind him. <laughs> Come over here to our car. Yeah. <laughs> jumper cables are scary. Terrifying. They're not that scary. But yeah, that was a, that's a little more rational than rabbits. I stand I've by the been, rabbit fear. I stand by it. I've always been really scared of bugs. All bugs? Yeah, well, bugs that make sudden movements. Like, I got swarmed by flying ants when I was three years old. Like, three or four years old. They fly? Yeah, there's... there's a, heard of flying ants? There's a thing called flying no. ants. No. And in the Broken. Midwest, when it turns springtime, if you have a porch that has, like, latticework and shit, they'll all, like, congregate there. And at one point, <laughs> I, when I was a kid, I walked out into my front yard, and they were all, like, congregated there, and they all, like, started swarming around me, and I guess I wigged out. <laughs> and uh, bugs have just terrified me my entire life. I especially don't like bugs that have, like, a hard shell, and when they fly into shit they make a tapping noise freaks me out it like gives me chills i would rather have no i was gonna say like a wasp but no what about like butterflies yeah see stuff like that doesn't bother me but as a caterpillar do they an insect no it's gotta they gotta be like like the kind of insect you would build a machine of war to look like now this is all like like a butterfly it's a bug but it's not a bug a bug that you would put on a reality show where people had to eat it yeah 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 yeah. like a fly doesn't bother me but like beetles and shit and wasps and hornets. What and, about the idea of getting a virus from a bug, like I don't know, from another country? That doesn't worry me. It's just bugs and just being in the room with them. Do you have to get somebody to kill it if you're like afraid? Oh yeah, like, yeah. You see, like you see a spider, or you yeah. Like, if it's hey. just like me and another person in the room, I'm not going to be the one who's going to kill the spider. What if it's just you in the room and there's a bug? What do you do then? Move uh, out, move to apartment. Yeah. Move Sign a lease at a new place. <laughs> That's why he started airbnb his apartment. Yeah, whenever there's a spider, I just get the fuck out of there. I imagine if I else. went into your apartment, there's just like eight of those uh, fly sticky traps hanging from the ceilings. Yeah. Just collecting just bugs. Just getting the flying ants. <laughs> <laughs> It's a thing with me, guys. Wow. I'm not bugs don't freak me out. Snakes don't freak me out. None of that stuff. Did you have bug zappers growing up? Ooh, like I that, love that those thing things. with like the purple yeah. light. Yeah, yeah. Track the bugs. And did you just watch it and like find yourself getting aroused? Yeah, I would watch it and just I would just root for that bug zapper. Aroused. <laughs> yeah. Jerk off. Jerked off to a lot of bug zappers in my town. Yeah. Into bug zappers and two <laughs> bug zappers. That you don't want the full liquid connecting back. Yeah, you want you want there to be a break. That's what makes it so exciting. That's, it comes that's out the danger of the, pissing yeah. on an electric fence. Exactly. Wait, what? You've never pissed Don't on a Don't act like you've never done it before. Why in the she's, world would I piss on an electric yeah, fence? She's shat on one, obviously. A, I pooped on one. You're a risk taker. <laughs> have you ever pissed you on an electric fence? You know me so well, Brett. No, I have not. I do. I've never been around. I haven't been around that many electric fences. I grew where, up next to one. Where did so. you grow up? <laughs> next to an Angus farm. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd yeah, I grew up around a lot of farms. I've t- yeah, I touched an electric fence once that was on a farm. Not pleasant. No, I had gloves on and it still fucked me up. Oh my God, I would never touch it. A- I was a kid. 
Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know it was electric fence. Either. Oh, the fence. Right. Same thing. It was just a fence, and it. Uh, I also got shocked by a Bugs Bunny nightlight when I was a kid. So I guess I'm afraid of electricity. I'm afraid. I'm. I'm afraid of being electrocuted. I don't ever want to be electrocuted to death. What about just of the dark? Are there any fears you had as a kid that you completely got over? Yeah, like, I was afraid of the dark when I was a kid. I got over that. I was afraid of E.T., and now it's one of my favorite movies. But as a kid, that freaked me the fuck out. That little oh, thing's creepy. I watched Enemy Mine with Louis Gossett Jr., where he <laughs> plays, like, some fucking lizard thing. And that's the only movie that, as a kid, freaked me out enough that I couldn't watch it. There was just something about the way he looked in that movie that just did not sit oh well with him. Oh my god, yeah, look at it, him. It just, it just unnerved me. And I Dennis don't know why. And Dennis just like hanging out with him like he's just like a Yeah, something about that movie. I saw it in theaters and it like I left crying. What's he supposed to be? He looks like a human earthworm. He's just playing himself. It's just what he looks like. He's still <laughs> alive and around. It's his character from an officer and a gentleman. No, I don't know. I don't, like, I wasn't even that young. I was probably like eight or nine or something. And it's just, woo. That movie I, terrified me. I'm not proud of this. This is like the first time I was ever a mean girl, I think, my entire life. I was at a slumber party and we watched Child's Play. And I, no, that movie's terrifying. That movie te- like scared yeah. the fuck out of me. But we're at a slumber party and one little girl was like super open about how scared she was. And all the other little girls Wrong. like picked on her and like Exploited pranked her all it, yeah. night. So I was like, don't be scared or don't let them know you're scared, Kim. And I like joined the other girls oh. and it was mean. I feel bad. I feel like I owe Roxanne Principe an apology. Roxanne. There's still sorry. time. So if you're listening. Sorry, Roxanne Principe and your inherent fear of dolls. I bet she's so scared of dolls now. Oh, we I'm were even... so mean that night too. Oh, and I just kept thinking this is why you're I bet she's just afraid of other girls now. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably is true. Afraid That's of true. social interaction and yeah. Yeah, you ruined her in friendship. a lot of ways. She can't make friends with dolls, so she doesn't even have that to fall back on. She, she like, can't make friends with us, people. Like, has an overall do. fear of movies and television. <laughs> Slumber parties. Yeah, sleeping. She's has afraid of sleeping. <laughs> sleeping. Oh. Yeah, you put a lot of fear in her that night. I, I remember watching Child's Play as a kid and, and even being like, I'd fuck that doll up. Like, really? I would, yeah, because it it's could a doll. jump like six feet and bite you. I would carry it in a fucking bag. 24-7. I would just carry it around, and every time it even said something sassy, I would just slam that bitch into a wall. Just, yeah, like a and, little dog carrier? Yeah, it like, would be doing my bidding after a few months. Just lock it in a safe. That's all you have to do. After a while, it would kill people for me just to get out of the bag. But otherwise, interesting. Rah, boom. Shut slam it into a wall. Up. Shut the fuck up, doll. Like, I don't You're think- a doll. You're a doll. There's got to be kids that had the doll growing up as like a toy. Oh my god, my best friend had kid sister, which kid was Chucky's sister. like sister. That thing scared the fuck that out of me. That wasn't really Chucky though. Like the my kid, buddy, doll. my buddy, and kid sister were were they looked exactly. Like I had a my buddy. My you had buddy, my, buddy. my best friend. My buddy. I did not. Oh my god! And she would get so mad at me. She's like, "Stop being mean to Sally!" And I was like, "That's not fucking Sally." Sally's gonna kill us. That is Chucky. That is what Chucky was made after. Mm, no. Oh my god! Teddy Ruxpin was so creepy too. Like in hindsight. But still, like a doll, I'd fuck a doll up. It wouldn't even Ooh, be close. Couples. I feel like I could outsmart a doll. I feel like I would have some reach on it. It's not like it's not gonna like get in close and. I mean, as Do an adult now, but when you're kidney. like nine and you see it, you're, that's terrifying. Even but at this, nine, I was like, no, that's a doll. I'll fucking kick it across kick it the out. room. Really? Yeah. It didn't die. It went through that little wax thing or that toy maker or something. I don't My buddy didn't creep me out until I gave it a haircut and then it really <laughs> 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 Wow. 
Why'd you give it a haircut? That was the thing when I was a kid. Cutting hair off dolls. <laughs> Not like skinhead, just cutting them in different ways. <laughs> just, just practicing your barber skills. Gave it a bowl cut. Yeah, frequently getting in trouble for cutting my uh, sister's troll dolls hair off. And, and I then loved my it. troll dolls. Yeah, troll dolls were awesome. I was never afraid of the dark. When I was a little kid, I would ask, like, I had the mom that, like, I was like, Mom, I'm scared. Something's under my bed. And I remember, like, the first time I ever told her that, she jumped up on my bed and said, what do you think's under there? (laughs) And so I hit the age of 10, dead serious. And now, like, at the age of 10, and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to take care of scary stuff because my mom was, like, terrified. We used to, she's scared of rats and mice, and we would go to the mall specifically to go to the pet store so she could stand in front of the rat cage with her hands over her mouth for like 20 minutes just like just i'm like mom can we go my mom's a little out there no (laughs) i'm like mom can we go like we have stuff to do and she's like one more minute and it was like facing her fears terrifying and then they bring out the rabbits and you ran away (laughs) listen rabbits it's a thing and it's legit it sounds legit you ever seen the ones with the red eyes i used to dream about them I'm not uh, bats scare me a little bit. I've had a lot of experiences with bats. Yeah, Have you ever that... seen a baby bat though? They're so cute. No, they're not. They're rats with leather wings. They're disgusting. No, We'd there's have... a baby bat that's like tucked in. They're a horrifying. Bag. We'd have bats in my house, and my dad would catch them, and he would put them instead of like killing them brutally. No, I think this is just as brutal. He would put them in a coffee can, and then just leave them there overnight, and they would suffocate. Oh my god! But that's probably worse than just your dad's cousin Tim. <laughs> yeah, with a tennis racket. I remember I lived in this house once. It was actually like four different apartments, and everyone in my family just moved into one of the apartments. We okay. owned the whole building. And I was in this back apartment, and I heard someone banging on the wall. I was like, what the fuck is that? And I could kind of hear my mom yelling something. And I went and like opened the door to go over and see what she was yelling about, and a bat just flew. <laughs> and she was trying to tell me that there was a bat in the hallway and that I should stay in the room. And I did the rest of the night. Did you, did you ever come into contact with one? Yes. I was, uh, it was the night before my sophomore year in high school. I heard something like tapping around in my room. And at first I thought it was a bug, so I was terrified. And then I was like, that's too big to be a bug. I was like, what if it's a bat? And then as soon as I thought that, it fucking landed on my foot. And I like freaked out and got up and ran out into the living room. And I was like, oh, there's something flying around in my room. And my dad picks up a newspaper and runs in. And I'm like, oh, no, no. But it was too late. He was in there. And then he comes out and goes, that's a bat. It's a bat. (laughs) Where are you guys from that there's all these bats in your house? There's bats everywhere. I I don't think I've ever really seen a bat unless I was in a zoo. Exactly. I don't think I've ever seen a bat. Ever. (laughs) There's bats everywhere. The worst part about having bats in your house is not the actual bats, but then the constant psychological fear of every noise you hear is that fucking bat. I never thought that. They can get in such small spots, so you're just like, fuck, there's a bat in here, I know it. (laughs) And well, I didn't find this out until very recently, like within the past couple years, but when a bat even comes in contact with you, you need to go see if you have rabies. Because bats' teeth are so small, you can't tell if they bit you. Like, you're not, you're barely going to feel it, and it doesn't, it just looks like two little pinpricks. And oh. that bat landed on my foot, and I was just like, well, it didn't bite me. I'm probably fine. I could have died of rabies my sophomore From year in high bat. school. Yeah, bats have rabies. They carry rabies. Yeah, yeah. They're filthy. They're filthy disgusting, animals. and they're monsters. They're mon- They're literal monsters. They turn into vampires. Hey, that is a, that That's is true. a thing. That's a, yeah. They I've eat blood. Bats and raccoons. Hate them both. Yeah. Ra- oh, yeah. Raccoons? No. 
Americans. They're just friendly little guys who no, want to eat the trash. No, they're awful. And the, some of the coons I've seen in Silver Lake, ridiculous. <laughs> really? <laughs> that came Do off wrong. Have- <laughs> <laughs> I know. Why did my brain? Brothers- <laughs> That's the. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I well. had at <laughs> But like the ones that go through, <laughs> go through the garbage. And, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. They're go still on. not making this better. <laughs> they're called homeless people, they're, Chet. No, the 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 <laughs> savage animals that <laughs> that go through the garbage and <laughs> live in the woods. <laughs> want to make you just keep digging <laughs> yeah yeah how are they in silver lake what are the silver lake i live out there there's where i guess you're working every once in a while it's like, like going through the trash and they're like hello i want some old pizzas please <laughs> they're not though they're mean oh i've never interacted with them i just see them like walking around the street at night like hello. i've never Where's gone after trash? one if i see one i'm not like i should go interact with him i'm just like <laughs> Oh, it's a raccoon. I go about my life. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> no getting out of that. <laughs> okay, so we're all afraid of coons. <laughs> I'm afraid of having children because I don't want to bring them for many reasons, but primarily them being born in the generation where technology and robots will take over. Okay. Is that irrational? That's very rational. No, there's more likely to be a, a robot apocalypse than a fucking zombie apocalypse, and that's super yeah, annoying. What about, having, what about if you're afraid to have kids because, like, in 50 years, there might not be food or water anymore, and they <sighs> bring them up into the age. Of that's like, not rational. Don't work it out. <laughs> no, the robots will call off <laughs> enough humans so that there's still food and water for the Yeah, that's humans. like all among all the really great thinkers right now, that's their biggest fear is artificial intelligence. Uh, yeah, Stephen Hawking just said within 100 years, it's probably going to happen. Yeah, and it Ooh. could, like, if we make it smart enough, it'll just get mad and take us over and kill us all. Take us out? Yeah, yeah. we'll be dead by then. What are you going to do? Like the movie yeah. iRobot isn't that far off. Yeah. I don't remember that movie. Will Smith. Will Smith classic. But there's one robot that was programmed special. Did he have any songs on the soundtrack? No. That's why it was a good movie. (laughs) That in Independence Day. No Will Smith songs. That's a good point. Yeah. Once he gets in on the soundtrack, it's usually a terrible movie. Hitch. (laughs) He was on the soundtrack. Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. That's an interesting theory. Let's see. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the other movies he did that were good. Pursuit of Happiness. I'm sure he's not on the soundtrack. I hated that movie. That's a good movie. Good movie pissed me off it had his obnoxious kid in it but i love that kid now independence 2 is independence day 2 is going to suck because he's not in it and he's doing the soundtrack he's doing the soundtrack but he's not oh (laughs) he's like 90 he's done rapping it's over just he'll come back he's not he'll come back all right should we do comments brett oh i love this part you know that's a big world out there it's easy to feel like the things you say don't matter we want you to know that's not true that's why we call this segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past couple shows and respond to them personally. Fade it out, Brad. Guys, let's sit closer together while we do this. Just joking. Should we hold hands? Get oh, away from me. Sorry. I'll just lean in. Fucking rabbit-killing weirdo. <laughs> Uh, do we have any voicemails? We do. Um, as people might remember last week, Ringo Starr called in, and I guess it's starting a new thing where a bunch of celebrities are calling in. So here's another uh, yeah. celebrity uh, voicemail. You can yeah. call the voicemail line at 505-3-UNPOP. Especially you celebrities. That's 505-386-7677. If you're a celebrity or if you have a short question, Especially call you, Channing Tatum. 
I was going to say right, Sarah Michelle Gellar, but... Here we go. Wrong. Both wrong. weird choices. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Adam. Hey. Hey, Brett. Hey. This is Michelle Obama calling oh. in to let you know I'm a big fan. Uh, <laughs> so eloquent. That was it. That, thank you, Mich- thank you First say, Lady. Oh, thank you. Yeah, at the, oh, end, at the end she said, oh, fuck, but... Was really that bad. that Michelle Obama always dropping the f bombs. <laughs> yeah, so th- first Flotus Flotus dropped on the pod. Um, <laughs> that anyways, was cool. that was really that was cool. cool. Here's another one. Okay, not from Michelle Obama. Hello, Adam and company. I'm sitting here literally shoveling shit for my job, and I want to make a question. Kim. Excluding the current jobs that you two have, being Adam and Brett. If you had to choose one job from your lifetime to go back to and work for the rest of your life, what would it be? Well, anyway, that's my question. I love the show. Love you guys. Keep it real. This is an easy answer for me. Mm-hmm. When I, f- I, moved, I lived in South Dakota for a while, and when I first moved there, my job was investigating credit card fraud for Citibank. So when people would call and say, hey, man, someone stole my credit card, ran up all these charges, and I don't want to pay them, I would investigate that and see if they were lying. Wow. And a lot of times I would catch people lying, and it was fucking thrilling. How would you do that? Would you go yeah. to the house and see if it was, was a TV or something? No, it would. It was like being a detective. <laughs> you would have to, like, like there was this one girl who said her bag got stolen at the library at her college, and someone took her credit card and ran up all these charges. Well, one of the charges was for auto repair. So I called the girl and was like, uh, hey, so do you have a car? She was like, yeah. I said, well, what kind of car do you have? She said, I have a green Honda Civic. So then I just called the car place where the auto repairs happened and said, hey, what kind of car were you working on? He goes, it was a green Honda Civic. So then I just called the girl back and said, you're fucking lying to me. You made these charges and you have to pay them. Did she cry? Yeah, she did, actually. Which, how long did it take until she finally was like, did. you're right. Did she deny it for a little bit? No. Now, once you, once you like presented people with evidence and people would try, people would try to lie. Like at one point, there was a girl who let her boyfriend use her credit card, and mm-hmm. he said he would pay her back, and of course he wasn't going to pay her back. Ran up like $2,500 buying clothes. Jesus. And I kept like asking her questions, and she kept denying it, and all of a sudden she goes, I'm going to have to pay for it, huh? <laughs> like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm sorry. You shouldn't have let the dude use your credit card. But I would do that job again in a fucking heartbeat. What was the most satisfying it. part, the, the investigative part or the making somebody cry part? All of it. It was so exciting. Like, I was sitting in a shitty cubicle in South Dakota and, like, looking into, like, identity theft. And it wouldn't be just, like, people lying. There would be people who would, like, take over someone's account in another country and you'd have to, like, oh, it was fucking fascinating. I would do that again in a heartbeat. Yeah. I would do it right now. Did you voluntarily leave that position? Yeah, because I worked... (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I worked uh, three to midnight, and I hated that. I didn't like working until midnight. It wasn't like, Adam, you you can't work here anymore. You make too many people cry. No, no, no. I love the job. I just wanted to work during the day. And And also South Dakota. It would have been a harder job during the day, though, because people are home at night. You can call and ask questions. But, um, yeah, I just didn't like the schedule, so I found a different job and started drinking a lot. I actually talk about that in my column this week. Looking okay. forward to reading it. Yeah. So you call someone at like 3 a.m. Be like, oh, I, I called the car company. No, okay. no, no, no. You had like, to, why are you calling right now? You still had to follow the same rules. You could only call people during certain times, no. just like a telemarketer or a bill oh, collector. Really? But just like a telemarketer. I did that for a long time, too. I was really good at it. I did that for a while, too. I worked in, the, I worked in a call center that people called into. Not good. I've done that, too. I did that for years. I did like Being a telemarketer either. helped me a lot when I started doing comedy. 
Oh, really? Yeah, because I would like I would when I would they would hand me scripts for telemarketing. I would just go, well, that's not how people talk, and I would just cut a bunch of shit out. And when I started doing comedy, I would pull a lot of it from stuff I'd written for Cracked, and that's when it clicked. When I realized, oh, well, that's what I need to do is just like get to the point in as little amount of time and with as few words as possible. Mm -hmm. I made a lot of people laugh when I was a telemarketer. Really? No. Oh, joking. Jesus Christ. People, people say the South worst Dakota things to, to telemarketers. telemarketers. They say, yeah. I hope you have a terrible Thanksgiving. I got that one one time. Yeah. Not me. I'm always overly kind. And I find that they're just so relieved that somebody is being nice to them that yeah. they'll get whatever I want. Really? If you're over, I find when I'm nice, then they're like, this is my in. And then they keep talking. I'm no. like, no, I'm being nice because you're human, not because I'm interested. Like if I'm at the airport and there's a long line to, to get tickets reassigned or something, why get to the counter? I'll just stand there and start talking the way. I'm like, I'm just going to pretend like I'm asking you a question. You just take a couple minutes to yourself right now. Oh, Chet, <laughs> wild. You are that, such a sweetheart. And then like, boom, $100, you know, credit on my next flight. Really? Like, yeah. Huh, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. I'm going to be nice. And he's then at doing the end, to I'm be gonna, nice because yeah. he's At nice, the end, I'm like, going to be like, uh, $100 credit, please. Where the fuck's yeah. my free stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were I was told I'd be upgraded to business select. That's exactly how it works. A1 through 15, please. A1 through 15. Listen, you're having a rough day. I'm having a rough day. Let's just have a rough day together, you know? Yeah. That's really like, beautiful. That almost sounded like a line. Like you're then yeah. At the beginning of and the And then she'll be like, let's do this. And then you like, follow I'm, her to her I'm, car. Yeah. And then you bang it out in the backseat. And then she's like, do you have jumpers? And I'm like, <laughs> that, no. No jumper camels. Don't mind the guy in the corner. <laughs> don't mind. Hovering. Don't mind Adam there. He's just. <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting. I don't, just. I don't waiting. think I've ever had a job that I would go back to yeah, and do for same. the rest of my life. No. Oh, man. I, I was the rest college. of my life would be, yeah, that'd be a stretch. Yeah. I if I'd do it the rest of my life. I was a college Even for six months, director. there's not a job I'd go back to. Yeah. You were what? I was a college residence hall director for three years where I just lived with the, like, I oversaw the freshman dorms. Oh, yeah. And just that, that was actually, I'm sure uh, if I was doing it now, I'd be really stressed out. But looking back, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Getting the opportunity to mold so many young minds and crush their hopes and dreams. Oh, my God. My RA had the worst case of herpes. We didn't <laughs> listen to anything she said. She was a drunk. Well, you don't once you know someone has a raging <laughs> yeah. case of herpes. She's, she was a drunk mess that just, like, had this, like, awful boyfriend and just constant herpes. And all of us were just like, it's, we don't want to, like, Lori. None of us took Lori seriously. <laughs> maybe maybe she was leading by example. It's just the herpes making her say those things. <laughs> don't go to the frat parties or this will happen. This will happen and don't have... Uh, yeah, I think Lori is the one you should have listened to the most. <laughs> Lori, Lori hadn't had probably, lived. She probably, yeah, she's seen some shit. A lot of life experience. She can tell you what college is all about. Fucking Lori. <laughs> Fucking Lori, what's her last? That was her name? actual nickname. Fucking. I don't Lori. know. I, I probably like. I know she was like a goddamn voluptuous blonde chick who was really short. Oh, okay, that Lori. That Lori. Yeah, in, in Greeley, it. Colorado. Okay, we have uh, regular comments we can read. Nezi Bawali says, uh, "Have you ever seen Seinfeld driving around in Santa Monica?" No. Does he live in the Hamptons? I think he's in New York. I think he lives be, in. If you watch comedians and cars Hampton. getting coffee, several of the episodes are filmed out here. And like I was watching the Brian Regan one the other day, and they went somewhere in Santa Monica. Yeah, I think he might be in L.A. I've never seen him, but I do live near. I've when I watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, I see things from my neighborhood all the time. Like there's an episode where they're in front of a church, and that church is a block from my apartment. I see shit like that. Do you watch comedians and cars getting coffee at all? No, oh. no, it's pretty good. How long are the episodes? Like 15 minutes. But a lot of the places, they like film it like mm. factors and canters and, and a bunch of, you know, places that yeah. you know around here. I don't oh. give a fuck. I'm, never... I'm not being funny. I'm just being informative. Right? I know you're not being funny. <laughs> not, it not. wasn't funny. 
That wasn't funny at all, Chet. How dare you? How dare you bring that up on my podcast? Seinfeld's actually trending right now for uh, some comments he made about how he won't play colleges because they're too politically correct. Well, look well, at what's Seinfeld. Sein- what's Seinfeld doing that is bumping up against the just, politically correct crowd? Yeah. Even like he basic is. jokes about just if, if anyone can perceive it as like a What's a the deal with cops or... killing black people? <laughs> what's a pretty good Seinfeld? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, got all of the Seinfeld. So, Rex, no, I've never Rex seen Rex Seinfeld today. driving around Santa Monica. Today, by the way. Let's get what's, what celebrities have I seen in Santa Monica? Don Cheadle. Me too. I saw him driving in a car. I saw him on a, in his Prius. I saw him walking Don on the prom. I was in the. I was yeah. driving on the freeway. Driving on the pre freeway. Sometimes you know when you're driving, just all of a sudden you look and you you lock eyes with the person next to you. Nothing. No. Not, <laughs> Wasn't it? I looked over. Don Cheadle's looking at me in his Prius. On the freeway. On the freeway. And like was Don Cheadle like, "Holy shit, that's Brett from the Unpopular Opinion podcast." Mm-hmm. Wasn't Kevin be- Spacey at one of your shows that I did last year at Westside? What? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you didn't know. Kevin Spacey oh. was at one of I my shows. You, that's yeah, something you know. I went, yeah. I went to get brunch last weekend or a couple weekends ago, sitting at the booth right behind me, Tegan and Sarah. Oh, that's nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I that's good. Like, I was freaking That's a sighting. Who's Tegan and Sarah? Out. They are the premier Canadian lesbian twin sister lesbian twin. indie rock duo in music right now. Yeah, I, no, I don't know who that is. They now. wrote Everything is Awesome as well. Oscar-nominated song. Shitty song. I fucking hate that song. It's a real song. They have a song called Walking with a Ghost that's goddamn amazing. Listen to it sometime. The Con. The Con. Oh, The Con is a great song. Really good album. Anyway, Brett saw Tegan and Sarah. That's cool. Hey, man. That would be exciting. I I have have no idea. I I saw Anthony Anderson playing pool. Oh, I love him. Uh, He's so funny. He had the the kangaroo with him. Kangaroo Jack? Yeah. All right. Yeah, but no, I've never seen Seinfeld. Sorry. I'm bad at celebrities too. Like I don't. I've seen Seinfeld. Sorry. <laughs> like the show. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the show. <laughs> I've seen Seinfeld. I was at the Improv on a Tuesday night last year or the year before. It was a late show, and I was standing in the hallway, and there were a lot of comics there. Then I'm like, oh, that's weird. Tuesday night, and then uh, I bump into somebody. Go, oh, I'm sorry. And I look up and I bumped into Jerry Seinfeld. He was running his Tonight Show set. Oh, it's not much right. of a story, but it's it just what the... you told it anyway. He was running his Tonight Show set yeah. when you bumped into him. Yes. <laughs> I, on stage, I was just like, I'm doing a guest set right now. Why are you, Why are you up here? Okay, what else do we have for comments? Jason David Holmes says, hey, Adam, enjoy the show a lot. What do you think about the fact that the Ku Klux Klan is still around? I feel it's another thing we should be ashamed as a species that we haven't eradicated. Is it really around, though? Like, I've heard it is like in the middle of the country. Yeah, like, but it's, it's like, like fifty or sixty people, and no one takes them seriously. Yeah. Like no one's like, oh, they're like when the they town. come to town, no one's like, oh my god, the clans here. It's like, yeah, it's look like, at the oh, look at these fucking idiots. guys. We need to listen to what they have to say. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> let's just hear them out this once. <laughs> yeah. no, Give it no fifty to hundred years, the robots will eradicate them. There will be a robot clan. There will be a robot. They'll, they'll probably figure out a way to. Yeah, they'll, they'll roboticize at some point somehow. But yeah, I agree. I don't think. I mean, it's yeah, it's embarrassing as a species that we still have stuff like that. Yeah, we're never gonna there, like. It, there's always gonna be racism, so oh. there'll always be people who rally around it there's and always make it be their idiots that identity. Just do you like, think there's you know, anyone in the Ku Klux Klan that isn't racist 
but there's just not a lot of social group opportunities and they just want to probably be something. <laughs> or they're not racist anymore like they've seen it, but it's too awkward now to be like, <laughs> like so guys i kind of think that I we're not doing so yeah. you just like awkwardly stays like fuck i feel not- like we're growing apart a little bit <laughs> yeah there's got to be people that go to church and don't believe in god and are just like well this is how i get to talk to people probably Actually, a, lot a lot of, of them. people like that, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them i'm just saying just because you're wearing a hood doesn't mean you're right. <laughs> I feel like a ninety point ninety 99.9% maybe. Doesn't mean you're racist. Doesn't mean you're looking for houses to rob. There's a lot of things that wearing a hood doesn't mean yeah. that we've kind maybe. of lost touch. We've learned, we did know, but you're right now we seem to not know anymore. Surprised that hasn't become a fashion thing yet. People wear hoods. <laughs> like white hoods. Is a fashion statement to take away the power and the meaning of the it sounds like, It sounds like something like that like Urban Outfitters would do, like ironically, yeah. and then like the next day it would be like a big news item. Like when, pull it from like the when hipsters, like, oh, I'm sorry, we didn't, yeah. we didn't know. Like when hipsters wear Indian headdresses to Coachella. Silver Lake's going to be full of nothing but hipsters and <laughs> never <laughs> hipsters and clan hoods and coons going through the <laughs> coons going through the oh, my oh no. Well, <laughs> I hope someone tuned in just right then, <laughs> just forwarded to that point. And if I get in any trouble, Seinfeld made his point. That uh... <laughs> do we have more comments? This guy Cubs and Sud says, "Fuck that BDSM is kind of weird to a lot of people." She was a real funny guest, meaning Erica Rhodes, and her voice was kind of arousing. Okay, d bag. <laughs> oh, it might be weird awesome, but that's, by the way that's, she's... first of all that's everything you said is kind of the problem it doesn't matter if you think it's weird if two people want to do it with each other and they're both consenting it's completely fine and now who's being a weird sexist piece of shit what's by you bdsm call? bondage sexy sexy stuff oh then what do you care? whipping and leather and things Guy? like that yeah two consenting adults but now you're being kind of bondage weird. something and sadomasochism you're alluding to the fact that you and were then aroused and, 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 yes you're a douchebag twice on this one comment great job yeah erica rhodes is awesome Hope i for one awesome. enjoy the commenters and look forward to what they have to say next week you kiss ass people always <laughs> people always give me shit do i ever get comments i've never read about it no yeah, why sometimes. Looking, why are you looking at me? Well, like next that? week, this someone will say that your voice is arousing or not. I mean, I always hear stuff about my voice. People, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I mean, if, yeah there's going to be comments about the if voice. If you're a female, if you're a female, that's it. Guest, it's the next week. It's always about whether your voice is sexy or annoying or something like that. If there was a video, it would be about your appearance as well. So, you know, yeah, we haven't got away from that, have we, as a society? No, no, no. Like, absolutely. Not. Yeah, it's. I mean, listen, I'm trying to take a. I don't want to hug you. I just want a formal. Well, now you're not going to get so, a hug. Good. I'm or just saying, handshake. I'm going Best back of luck to you in the upcoming business yes. quarter. I respect you. <laughs> Having appropriate distance. I, I, I have no boundaries. And I'm off-putting. The last comment we had, someone actually took the trouble to list how many times <laughs> everyone has been, like every guest has been on the podcast. What? Yeah. Who do you think has been on the second? Jeff May has been Jeff May. Uh, I would say Danger is probably second. Randall Maynard is second with 13. Sneaky. Danger with 10. Maria Shahada, nine. Alex Schmidt, eight. Oh, no shit. I got six. All right. Yeah. You've been on a lot. I've only been seven on seven now. I've only been on t- three times. Now four times. Yeah. And just a ton of people who've only been on one time, including uh, Katie Stoll, in parentheses, it says Cunt Master. What does that mean? Uh, she uh, wrote a note, and uh, I don't know. She called us all cunts. So now she's the uh, Cunt Master. Katie Stoll wrote you guys a note and called you cunts? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, to be funny, or was she, like, really mad when she left here? I think she was very angry. No, she was being funny. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, either way. Sally Ricard has been on three times. Her name <laughs> is actually Sarah. Sarah Ricard. I did not know she'd been on three times. I uh, asked for confirmation of that in the comments, and I did not get it. Care Bear Boobs said, Brett, every motherfucking episode. Not true. No, I didn't talk for a lot of them. Well, it's not that. You, like, there's a couple that you just weren't there for. We recorded one in New York. Yeah. And uh, we did one in David Huntsberger's Murder Barn. Sure. Were yeah. you at the live one at what? the Improv? Yeah, I was in the back. He was man in the sound In effects. the back on the ones and twos. Yeah. The wheels of steel. All right. <laughs> All right. We should probably get the fuck out of here. I agree. Kim, do you have anything to plug? Oh, God, I've, I'm really bad at this. Uh, just follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. At? Uh, uh, Kim Crawl. Kim Crawl. K-Y-M-K-R-A-L. Obviously. Okay. <laughs> well, K-Y-M is an obvious. I know. That's why I said <laughs> Chet Wild. Same thing. C-H-E-T-W-I-L-D. I don't really use Instagram much, but if I get more followers, I will. I use it a lot. You can follow me at Adam Todd Brown. That's Todd with one D. You can also follow Unpopular Opinion at Unpops. We don't have a live show coming up because we are on hiatus right now. I'm looking forward to it coming back. It'll be back. Don't worry. I want to be a part of it. Don't worry. You will. Yes. You'll be a part of it. I want to be a part of it, too. You will. Okay. Everyone, it's going to be great. Can it be a shit-themed show? It's going to be a jamboree. Nothing but shit jokes. It's going to be a yes! shindig. <laughs> That's my dream. The Unpopular Opinion shit show. Can't wait. It'll be. I'll shine. I'll shine the most. And uh, call the voicemail line, 505-3-UN-POPS. That's 505-386-7677. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Say goodbye, Kim Crawl. Goodbye, Kim Crawl. That was like Kool-Aid erotic fan fiction. Say goodbye, Brett. Goodbye, Kim Crawl. Say goodbye, Chet. Let's get this show started. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> I don't feel weird anymore now that I like... Okay, good. I'm ready now. Things are too normal now. Time to end the show. Perfect. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Stop.